Chapter 34 Drugs You Don't Need for Diseases You Don't Have Pharmaceutical Advertising to Consumers In the United States, drug advertising has become part of our cultural tapestry. Just because this advertising has become so normal to us doesn't mean it is a normal or responsible way of informing the public about diseases and medical options. In fact, the U.S. and New Zealand are the only two developed countries in the world that allow drug companies to advertise directly to customers. Unfortunately, this aggressive advertising works. Citizens of these two countries take more prescription medications than those of any other country. This advertising puts more stress on doctors because patients come in having already been convinced that one little pill will cure them of just about anything. In a now famous study, researchers in Canada and the United States looked at the effects of direct-to-consumer advertising on patients in two demographically similar cities, Vancouver and Sacramento. They discovered that U.S. consumers, constantly hit by prescription drug advertising, were twice as likely to ask their doctors for a drug they heard about than were the consumers in Canada where such advertising is not allowed. This advertising affects all aspects of our care. In a 2014 study reported in Science Daily, Actors playing the part of patients visited physicians complaining of either sciatica or knee arthritis. Half the patients with sciatica specifically requested the powerful narcotic painkiller oxycodone. Half the patients with knee arthritis requested the prescription drug Celebrex. The other half of the patients in each group requested just something to make it better. About 20% of the sciatica patients requesting oxycodone received it, compared to 1% of those making no such specific request. As a note, strong narcotic painkillers, such as oxycodone, are generally not recommended for sciatica, especially a new case, such as these were. About half of knee arthritis patients requesting Celebrex received that drug, compared to one-fourth of those requesting no specific medication. Since direct-to-consumer advertising became legal in 1985, the prescribing rate for the advertised drug has risen 34.2%, while non-advertised remain lower at 5.1%. The study concluded that direct-to-consumer advertising has a substantial impact on doctors' prescribing decisions. According to the lead investigator on the study, a patient request for a specific medication dramatically increases the rate at which physicians prescribe that medication. These results highlight potential negative impacts of DTC advertising. One study from the Journal of General Internal Medicine found that 57% of claims in drug ads were potentially misleading and another 10% were just plain lies. Drug companies are relying more and more heavily on their marketing to American consumers. Last year, the pharmaceutical industry spent $5.2 billion on ads promoting specific drugs, an increase of 16% over the previous year. 
The American Medical Association has become so concerned about the direct-to-consumer advertising by pharmaceutical companies that last November it called for an outright ban on such advertising. The money drug companies spend on marketing is far more than the money spent on research. The American Medical Association believes this direct-to-consumer advertising is fueling the escalating drug prices. Not only does this marketing raise the cost of our entire health care, but it also acts as a form of hidden diagnosis. Direct-to-consumer advertising creates in the consumer a fear of an unknown or misunderstood dangerous enemy and offers a false solution.